Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Yeah. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names of the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and smiling in the warm, basking glow of the sun as you exited the blockbuster in slow motion. Mm. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me as always, Sean the Pawn and AJ the Baby. How the heck are you guys? Hey, hey, baby. Hey, hey, what's up? We're doing it. We're here. Just got out of a five-year stint. Got out early. Feeling pretty good. Felt the breeze in my hair. And uh, it's still Hubie days. <laughs> it's still Hubie days. I said Hobie days. I don't, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> no one cares. Nobody cares. They're like, like, oh, is there going to be food? Uh, okay, cool. I'll be there. You think there's a local cover band at 6 o'clock? I'll be there. Will there be vendors? <laughs> how many <laughs> How many acoustic general? acts are there going to be? Oh, at least two. Oh. Oh, Sounds oh. better than prison. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better than prison. <laughs> Well, fellas, on today's episode, we discuss the final movie of our month-long May of Bay Uncaged series. Oh, man. A movie with a total body count of 43. Nice. Which, believe it or not, was nominated for two Academy Awards. Sure was. Part of the holy trinity of Nick Cage action films. One of two hijacked airplane movies released within two months of each other. We were, of course, talking about 1997's (laughs) Con Air. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. Thank you. Well, if you are new to this podcast, welcome. Hello. We review these movies scene by scene with a modern eye, so we're going to go through Con Air with a modern eye, but we got to talk nostalgically first to be able to strip it away. So we got to know the first time you saw this movie, what your rating was. Sean, what do you got, man? First time I saw this movie, I, be- I believe <laughs> it was on TV, probably a TNT, probably a TBS, somewhere on there. And uh, yeah, I, I loved it. It was, it, you know, my, my dad, it was like a dad movie for me. Like me and my dad would watch this and just have a good time. Um, and then never thought, you know that it was funny, or never thought that it was like corny or anything like that. It was just a good action oh, this movie. Is good. And then I would watch it with my buddy uh, Jordan, who I use, usually watch these movies with. And uh, we, Do just we have, need to invite Jordan on the might show because it seems like every day you're like all me these, and Jordan. All these late '90s, 2000s movies. It was it was him and I. Um, but yeah, loved it. Um, I'm gonna give this a 
I'm going to give this a 7.78. 7.78 for Sean. AJ, what about you, man? I think it's a very similar vein here. Um, it, it was on TV, and I feel like I feel like at some point, either like TNT or somebody just did a stint of Nick Cage movies because I feel like I remember all of the Gone in 60 Seconds, you know, stingers. Let's ride. Go right into this. And then they add in the thing when he winks. Ding! His hair's blowing in the wind and all that stuff. Put the bunny back, you know, that kind of stuff. It's all that. I remember it. I remember like TNT or, or something, USA. You know, network something along those lines, and I remember, I remember never seeing the first twenty five, thirty minutes We're of this back movie. At it, huh? Oh, dude, I never caught the first few minutes of this movie. I How'd they get on that plane? I don't know. I just remember just completely believing. Now, here's here's the thing. We'll we'll get to it. But you you don't need about the first twenty minutes of this movie. <laughs> Turns out, super weird. I know. Um, but that all being said, I I just remember thinking like. Nah, that's fine. Whatever. I'm going to give it a 6.1. 6.1 nostalgically for AJ. I have a crazy story about the first time I saw this. So I was on my couch and I had to pause it halfway through to go get my daughter who was crying because this was the first time I've ever seen Con Air. Damn you. Whoa. The first time I've ever seen Con Air. I don't know why. Nick Cage never did it for me back in the day. But he's doing it for you now. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so for some reason, I, I avoided a lot of Nick Cage movies, um, and like just it just sounded dumb. I was like, Con Air? <laughs> why watch Con Air when you watch Air Force One? Yeah. So I just I avoided this one, so I'm an N.A., but taking both of your ratings, that is going to be a 6.94 nostalgically. Gosh. Not too bad. 69. Not too <laughs> good. That's going to say nostalgically that Predator was slightly better than this movie and that Ghostbusters was slightly worse. Huh. Nostalgically. Whoa. Nostalgically. Wow. But you know what we do? We strip it away. Yeah. This get rid doesn't of it. matter. We have to talk about it so that we can never talk about it again. There you Please go. and thank you. <laughs> so we'll never refer to that nostalgic rating ever again. But we got to talk about it modern day. So we got to learn the pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, it's your job. Let's hear it, man. Let's go. Produced by Jonathan Hensley, Jim Koff, and Jerry Bruckheimer. Guys, I don't know if, if this month should have been called May of Bay on Cage <laughs> or really what this month should have been called is Breaking Our Bruckheimer Hyman. Yeah. <laughs> Written by Scott Rosenberg. He's back for a second consecutive time. Um, Cinematographer by David uh, Tattersall. Music by Trevor Rabin. He's back another consecutive time. And Mark Mancini. Edited by Chris Lebenzin, Steve Merkovich, and Glenn Scantleberry. Directed by Simon West. Cast. Cole Meany. Mike Kelty, McKelty, McKelty Williamson, Nick Chunland. We already went through this. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Nick Chunland, Renoli Santiago, MC Ganey, Monica Potter, Ving Rames, Brendan Kelly, Danny Trejo, Rachel Tickoton, Steve Easton, Dave Chappelle, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Nick Cage, and did he take the top spot? Steve Buscemi. We'll talk about Steve it. Steve okay. We'll talk about it. Con Air was kind of based off a of real story, really only being based off of actual planes called the Justice Prisoner and Alien Transportation System, which were planes designed to transport inmates that were particularly dangerous and unhinged. Willem Dafoe, Gary Oldman, and Mickey York were considered for the role of Cyrus the Virus. Uh, oh. Gary Oldman did a different one. 
He did a different movie. <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen and Robert De Niro Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> De Niro Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. were considered for Vincent, the role of John Cusack took. John Q. Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis, and Keanu Reeves were all considered for Cameron Poe. Cameron I mean, and Poe. It, it's, it's a who's who of that it time. Is. Well, it's interesting to me, and we'll get into it, Sean, that like, those actors are all better than Nicolas Cage in theory, but like no, that is not. that is the Nicolas Cage thing, though, right? Is like, <laughs> can these people actually deliver a performance like this? Yeah, like like you would you rather see Brad Pitt in the role? It's like, yeah, he might do a better job, but would it would it have worked? I think if you're going for the Nicolas Cage route, the only other person that can maybe do it is Keanu Reeves, because why do we <sighs> like him? Why do we like him? I Cameron, don't know. Keanu Reeves as Cameron Poe, I would have bought one hundred percent. That would have been. I awesome. really would have, and especially against John, like uh, uh, playing playing against John Cusack mm-hmm. and everything in this. I mean, yeah, I totally would. Yeah, have bought that. why not? Nick Cage was given the script for Con Air while on set for The Rock. Three days after reading it, he called Jerry Bruckheimer and said he wanted to do the film. I want to do it. <laughs> I want it. Give me. I it. want it. I'm in. Con Air opened wide in theaters on June 6, 1997, and on a budget of $75 million, the film would go on to make $224 million at the box Oof. office and earn two Oscar nominations for Best Sound and Best Original Song. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This way, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That was an original song? Uh-huh. Written, written for, written the for movie. this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we got things to talk about. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about okay. that. Before we can fully get to that, though, we got some housekeeping. Ugh. We need your help. This podcast has been pretty much made possible by the fans, but we have more demands. We're so sorry. This is a free podcast, but we ask small things in return. Number one, we know that you, like you and your brother, you and your dad, you and your mom, you and your best buddy, we know you watch this movie, and we know you love it, and we know you're so excited to hear what we have to say about it. So share it. Hit the little share icon on your podcast app. It's already open right now. Yeah. Send it to them in a text message. Go, you got to hear these guys. Sharing is caring. And please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. If you don't know what Patreon it is, you can make a small monthly donation directly to us in return for this free content that we put out and we not only you don't you help us fund but we also give you things in return we give you weekly bonus audio content that you get to listen to that no one else gets to hear you get to vote on upcoming movies you get a private discord channel there's so much that you get in return for your small monthly donation of sponsoring this podcast so we really hope you will check it out it's what fuels us patreon.com slash confused breakfast thank you all who are on there right now Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Up next, we got the AJs. He does the research for us, gives us ratings and reviews of critics and fans alike. What do you got, man? Well, I think you end up putting it somewhere between what cockroaches and that little white stuff on the side of your mouth when you're thirsty. The tomato tomato meter. (laughs) Gross. 58% right there. Yeah. Right there. 58% of the tomato meter. That is a splat. Of all the movies we've done, that is not as highly ranked as The Monster Squad, but better than Fast and the Furious is where the critics feel that is. Okay. Yeah, I agree. How is it that much better than Gone in 60 Seconds? Critically, you think about that. What was Gone in 60 Seconds? 25. 25. They think it's more than t- like twice as good. They do. Over twice as good. They were I like, mean, wow, this is great. In this theory, is- it, it is, but... <laughs> 
Wow. It okay. just doesn't make sense that uh, gone yeah, 60 yeah. seconds. Uh, is... fan, it makes sense for fans. Yeah. I don't feel like it makes sense for critics. Okay, yeah. Right? It, it, yeah. This is 75% audience, whereas okay. uh, Gone 60 Seconds was 77. Okay, so there you go. 75%. Uh, IMDb is 6.9. 6.9 is bottom 25. That is, as we talked about, that is just below the 7 which means eh, it's not that good of a Seven movie. Seven is technically a movie. Six point nine is just fucking garbage. <laughs> Seven point one masterpiece. Yeah, masterpiece. Six point nine point nine, absolute trash fire <laughs> of all the movies we've done. <laughs> but it had Tom Cruise. In it. Yeah, of all the movies we've done, that ties with The Burbs, Hocus Pocus, and The Cutting Edge. <laughs> For fans, fans believe that those are the same. Christ. <laughs> Come on now. All right. Well, some critical reviews here. The Dallas Observer, Andy Andy Klein gave it a 20 out of 100. That's 2 out of 10. Uh, while Tyro <laughs> directors Simon West fills Con Air with all the slam-bang action hey. and well-honed wisecracks that were the more positive qual- Those were the mo- more positive qualities of its predecessors. Uh, the film brims even more with all their worst qualities. Mm. Slam bang action, though. He's got that slam bang action. Took took a little from Roger. A little bit from that Rajib. Speaking of which, oh yeah, uh, he did he did say seventy five out of a hundred Chicago nice. Sun Times. Roger Ebert. He called this. He said this is a movie that knows it is absurd and does little to deny it. Yeah, like sounds that. good. I'm in. All good. 80 out of 100. Lisa Alspector at Reader, um, because at Reader they watch movies. Director Simon West hits just the right note between self-conscious silliness and real dramatic intensity in this 1997 action thriller, uh, which uses typecast actors to make the characters' one-liners and predictable behavior resonate. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All right. How about we uh, bounce down to some of the bottom of the barrel when it comes to uh, fans. This is just simply titled "Oh God." <laughs> One out of ten. So this could mean they're really happy right now. We don't know. Or because I say "Oh God" a lot when I'm. And you would think one out of ten would be a dead giveaway. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right. But this is IMDb. Oh man. So. <laughs> oh God. David Ro- Ro- Rochdale said Nick Cage is in it. Need need I say more? <laughs> no. no. Oh, I do. No. Okay. Possibly one of the worst films I've seen. The only good thing about this film is Angela Angela Featherstone is in it. <laughs> wow. Wait, that's wait, wait. that's where we went. Who's Angela Featherstone? I believe. Wouldn't that his she, girlfriend? She is. I think. No. She, I think she's the uh, the girlfriend and wedding singer. Is wait, it, oh, hold is, on. is it is it the uh, the short haired girl like yeah. John Cusack? Yeah, in, I believe that's her. In this one, and she's also the uh, what's her name? And um, he does. Hey, Linda, deep for you that. a bitch? Yeah, yeah. That that's okay. No, never that's mind. a deep. I, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> he likes her a lot. He really likes her. Big fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about another one out of ten here? Uh, Quadrophenia six nine five two four. Wow, I think you've had this person. On I, feel like <laughs> I feel like we have. I feel like we have. Six nine five two four twenty twenty two said one out of ten. Dumb air. Well, you could have just been like, like you could have been like. Like the pros and cons. Oh. We could have just like made that pun instead. Pro air. Pros and con air. 
More like Con Air. Pro Air? More like Con Air. <laughs> that was real close. Man. More like Bad Air. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. I got to breathe for this one. <clears throat> Here it comes. Warning spoilers. So I thought this film was a bit meh. Nicolas Cage is discharged from the army and meets his partner in a bar for a drink when there's some drunk wants to make out with his wife. When she turns down his advances, he tries to fight Nicolas Cage outdoors, but Nicolas Cage is a kung fu master and kills the guy when he pulls a knife and ends up in jail for seven years. Then he is released and ends up in a plane with loads of cons whom are lifers, and they plot to hijack a plane that gets a bit weird when they pick up a man called Carolyn Green. (laughs) who is in a cage but when they take the restraints off he is just looks like any other guy they don't get it at all (laughs) so people who who are tuning into our episode just to hear us talk about connor who haven't seen connor now they're caught up now you get it beautiful how did that end how did you end that who is who is in a cage but when they take the restraints of he just looks like any other guy don't they all because <laughs> the only punctuation is a question mark at the end that was one long question wait is that it that's it that wow it. we're done wow with that one uh pe- people are people are real smart you know very smart. And we're out. Let's end on a positive note. Positive on IMDb is a 7 out of 10. Afterthoughts. Free Thinking World in 2023. May 3rd, 2023. He's Uh-oh. in on the this this May, May Uncaged. Really fun action thriller. It had to go down half a star due to Nicolas Cage's horrible southern accent, though. <laughs> I had the same problem when Nicolas Cage played in the two Ghost Rider films. I was very surprised by the star-studded cast, though. With a cast including the likes of Nicolas Cage, John Malkovich, Rin Rames, Steve Buscemi, Danny Trejo, uh, John Cusack, and Dave Chappelle, of all people. Still, overall, a fun, over-the-top type action film. I think this will definitely be in my rotation of heavily rewatched action films. I just wish we had more time with Steve Buscemi's character, though. I thought his character arc was a little confusing. Yeah. Okay. Right on. I like it. So there's a real one for you guys. <laughs> um, but I think but I think was very valid. And I think I may agree with that later. Yeah. Who knows? We'll All get right. there. Well, we have reached the point where we are going to dissect this scene by scene, but first we have to give some major thanks to Cedar Ridge Whiskey. They've been sponsoring us longer than any company has sponsored us. They are local to us. They're in our back door in uh, Swisher, Iowa. They make <laughs> <laughs> He's just a giggly bitch today. I didn't. I didn't do nothing. Okay, they're in the back door. They're in my back door in Swisher, <laughs> Iowa, and I'm happy that they're there because they make the best whiskey in the world. Cedar Ridge whiskey makes an incredible bourbon that you can put into all your cocktails. You put it in your old fashioned. They make the quintessential American single malt, which is seriously. I hate scotch. This single malt is one of the best things I've ever tasted. 
winning awards like crazy, like double gold medal just recently in San Francisco. Then you have their collaboration with the, the second best thing to ever come out of Iowa other than the Confused Breakfast, Slipknot. Fuck mm. yeah, dude. They Heretic have a colla- Anthem. Dude, they have that, a collaboration with them where they mix like rye and bourbon. It's called Number 9 and all these variations. Crazy, just like Slipknot. Just like Slipknot. It is some crazy stuff, but they are an incredible company. They support us, so what we're hoping you'll do is that you'll support them. You can go out to your local distributor, get a bottle for yourself. If you can't get it, you go online and you order it directly to your door from cedarridgewhiskey.com. I think you should do it. I think you should do it responsibly, and I think you should let them in your back door. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have a little Cedar Ridge, it might help you get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just might. Uh, this might. might be the last time you hear an ad read. <laughs> Loosen things up a little bit, you know? It's kind of... CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. CedarRidgeWhiskeyBackdoor.com. <laughs> Don't go there. Don't go to that website. Don't go there. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Oh, it's someone no. sitting on a bottle. <laughs> I, well, I spoiled it. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, friends, if you do exactly what we tell you... The rest of our lives will be a vacation in a non-extradition country. I'm talking sandy beaches, umbrella drinks, and dirty naked freaks. Dirty naked freaks. It'll be a paid motherfucking vacation. Here we go. Let's do it. Scene one, Cameron Poe, an honorably discharged United States Army Ranger, comes home to his pregnant wife, Trisha. They are harassed by some drunk bar customers, and Poe kills one of them in self-defense. He's found guilty and sentenced to seven to ten years. During his time in prison, he communicates with his wife and daughter while taking time to better himself. Sean, we talked about the intro to Gone in 60 Seconds, Mm -hmm. and we're like, why? Like, why do you got to have two songs? And why do we got to just see Photoshop shit while they put the names of everybody in this movie that that most people don't care about? This movie is how you do an opening scene. Yeah. I mean, if Gone in 60 Seconds people would have just hired Powers Booth, they could have gotten away with it. Yes. This is just, they go right into it. And while we're watching the movie, they're like, oh, by the way, directed by that person. Oh, oh, by the way, yeah, like cinematography. <laughs> oh, way, FYI. Yeah. Yeah. Keep watching, because this is very important uh, stuff. You don't really care, do you? No, no, you, no. We just Contractually, we have to put their names on there, but just watch the screen. I fucking love the intro of this movie. Yeah, it's it's good. right into it. And I think uh, Nick Cage came up with the with the idea that he was like a uh, army vet, or what's he? Army uh, ranger. It says ranger. army ranger. ranger. Yeah. Yeah, he was a ranger vet because he wanted the excuse to, like, so he could fuck people up later, you know? like that, uh, okay. they, want, they wanted people, the audience to believe, like, oh, okay, yeah. He's sense. not just some guy in pr- who went right. to prison. Like he, yeah, he, he was has kind of training. an honorable man with training. Yes. Yeah. Well, and if you didn't believe it from him being an army ranger, you can believe it from how fucking jacked he is. Dude, he, he is. is. Is this his bad? I mean, you're a Nick Cage guy. You know him. Is this the most jacked he's been? I think it's probably the best he's ever looked. I think I read something too that he only had three percent body fat during the making of this movie. Like he oh would my. just he would work out and like lift weights. Like when they, they yelled cut and shit, he would just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just learning my anyway, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hand me that thing. I'm going to lift it quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's an entire camera rig. Cut. Okay, I'm going to lift. We need that. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the whole time, all you can hear is just Nick Cage kind of working out. 
So in this scene, so, so in this scene, Nick, we're gonna have you go. Uh, we're gonna have you like kind of climb up this thing and. Uh, I'm, he's so distracting. I'm what's sorry. What, what's distracting? It's your lifting and, and the noises. Really, it's you got to breathe while you do this. Should, should I put? Should I put? Should I put this back in the box? Please put it down. <laughs> we should have that as a line. Oh, oh. All right. Remember that. Remember that. <laughs> it's a it's a really good impersonation. Oh, <laughs> it's sort of Keanu meets Nicholas Cage. It's a weird little combination there. <laughs> Oh, I do have to tell you that I have never in in my entire life I've been in a lot of bars. In my entire life never has have people slow danced to a slow song no. inside of a bar. No, this does not happen. Not even like I've probably even seen like a homecoming of like a soldier in a bar. Yeah, and that's never happened. No, no they in, don't dance. I think instead they just went home yes. and just had. You yeah, know. they made up for lost time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, but she's got to finish her shift. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, we have dishes. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about your husband. Hey, my husband's home from, from the war and everything. It's like, it, so can I go home? Uh, <laughs> no. It's, yeah. it's time for the rush. <laughs> what time we are you have... off? Uh, eight. Well, it's, if you look on a clock, it's the 715, so I don't. No, you can't. We got a, no. we got a rush coming. It's like, is this late at night? Like, is this bar time? Like, what's going on? Right. Here, Actually, you know? he, they wa- he got there when it was light out, didn't he? Uh, Fuck no, I don't know. Uh, t- I, I thought he got there when it was light out, and then they left when it was dark out. So Jerry he basically just hung out there. He doesn't know how time works. Um, so, <laughs> You're very true. So, this, you know, if we go off of Gone in 60 Seconds time, um, we've got eight hours left. <laughs> It's midnight. Okay, got it. Uh, it's like there's yeah. there's no concept here. It doesn't here. matter. It doesn't matter. And we don't know how long they were in that bar slow no dancing. Clue. They could have been there for hours. She had time to <laughs> slow dance. Why didn't she have time to just leave? What? <laughs> like she's already wasting time True. Slow, yeah. to slow dancing to this probably five minute long song. Got this, she's got the boss that's just kind of too nice. It's like, hey, Trish, Trish, just give, Trish. give her one dance. Give her one dance. Well, there's people who need to need to drink. This dickhead who plays a dickhead in every movie he's in need, needs a drink. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Has he been in anything else? Uh, Heat. He's the like the uh, catalyst for everything going wrong. Ah, uh, okay. He's uh he's a fuckhead in that movie and and does it really really well. Uh, Not yet. You want to save it? Maybe see if anybody else comes along. I, wasn't, I wouldn't have him in mind. I mean, he does died. get punched in the face and yeah, sure dies does. from it. Okay, so we really don't. <laughs> We don't have to waste it, is what you're saying. I think we're good. Actually, wait. Somebody already went to prison. The punchable face award is generally reserved for someone who didn't get what they had coming. That's That's true. Like, it's technically how we usually get that. He got what he had coming and uh, and more. That's a good one. Yeah, but who had the last laugh? That's right. (laughs) I got. I got to say this. I got to say this because when he pulls out that knife, I was like, "Oh, that's going into his throat." Oh. No, he did not use his own knife against him, which would have been the obvious choice. Nick Cage decided that he was going to really make this dude pay and decided to do that like this move. Like, yeah. What do you, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a death punch. And he basically just lightning McQueen's fucking chin. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's the five, it's the kill bill too. Yeah. Yeah. Just in one. It's epic. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it, I, I totally thought it was going to be a knife kill. It was not. What's her name? What's his? Trisha. Is it Trisha? 
You mean like her her real name? No, real Monica name. Potter. It's Tr- Trisha. Trisha. Yeah. Okay, so I I like like it does I, I do feel that because like that could happen to anybody, you know? Like yeah. you someone goes down the right way or something. I mean, he did a death thing. I mean, but like <laughs> it could have just been like in real life, it, like it, someone falls weirdly. It happened and they die. to my, it happened to a, one of my good buddies in college. He he got shoved by like a belligerent drunk drunk person yeah. and he stumbled back and lost his balance and hit his head on the concrete and they like his friends took him home and he went to bed and never woke up uh, you know like oh like it it can literally happen from some and that and that person then went to jail yeah, you know, oh, yeah. it's like fuck that's scary man well he's like then at the trial too it's just like i won't plead guilty like why why oh most punchable face go Uh-oh. okay now if we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. His lawyer and his awful haircut. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible legal advice, right? It's terrible. This guy sucks. Hey, if you plead, then you'll, you'll get four years max. And, th- and then what? he ends up getting seven to ten minimum is what yeah. he said? But so so if he, if he would have pleaded not guilty, he would have basically been in a self-defense Case, case right which seems like doable right he had three yeah. three dudes attacking him and his pregnant wife yeah outnumbered and and he's just trying to defend himself yeah he had technically his, you could have driven away just then and there i mean it's, it's true he he did in fact step like he had a foot in his in car, car. Yeah. he had Ugh. a foot in his car and then he gets back out and he goes and then Steps out in between all three of them. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you let yourself get circled up there. But yeah, you're right. Man, like, pre- premeditated. These motherfuckers sat in the rain for like yeah, five hours yeah. waiting yeah. for them. That's right. They probably sobered up pretty good. <laughs> Should we be doing this? Should, should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Mad. Let's kill a person tonight. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, let's, yeah. And you know what move I'll do is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to rip his military stars off. And yeah, his, like, yeah. And his medals. That's the first move I'm going to make. That's really going to get him pissed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want to disrespect somebody who's dedicated their <laughs> life to this. Like, oh, that is, you're a terrible person. I've dedicated my life to debauchery. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I didn't get a medal for it. I want his. <laughs> Fucking patent and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, Is that? Are you agreeing on punchable face there? Yeah. Why not? I don't think I have a, a different one. I what was gonna say uh, the DEA agent uh, Colm. How do you say his name? Colm Meany. Oh, Colm yeah. Meany. Yeah. He's always that fucker in he movies. Is. Like, but I I think I'm gonna jump on your train because yeah that that agent. I've been watching um, uh, Better Call Saul finishing season six. Oh yeah. And so I always think of when I see this kind of thing, I think of those like new lawyers that are just always walking around being like i don't know i just they give me cases and i just represent them like that's what i was thinking this guy was some yeah. new, some new lawyers just like i don't know shit I, he I clearly just, didn't it, obviously yeah you're right i just i think i think you're 100 percent right the worst case scenario if this does in fact play out the ex- exact same way he's sitting there he puts his foot down says no i want to i don't want to plead guilty i want to plead innocent then he's in a then he's in a case for Self defense, mm-hmm. and that is in no way worse than what he what happened here. Yeah, the worst thing that could have happened would have been probably what he got sentenced yeah. to. You, <laughs> oh no, you're. And then, by the way, thanks again for exposition that has to be overdubbed from that judge. Uh, what's this, Cameron Poe? <laughs> <laughs> you are trained in the art of deadly military deadliness. <laughs> <laughs> Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> you have the ability, unlike other people, 
to kill people in a way that's dead. People. <laughs> dead people. Dead. People dead. <laughs> and in, in doing so, I must protect the world from more dead people and put you in prison. Just for seven years. What the hell? Just for seven years. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Jeez. So I terrible. also, when he does get into jail, he does meet my McKelty. I think we're going to say McKelty. McKelty, Williams, uh, Bubba, Bubba Gump. Fucking great. Baby O. Baby O, Bubba Gump. Uh, I love, like, that's why we have snowballs. Snowballs, cheers. You guys can see. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never had a snowball before. Really? Never eaten one oh, of these hit, before. Oh, hit it. Get the camera let's on see, Let's see. Let's see what it's like. Okay. Good jail food, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if I was in jail, I'd be stoked. This is what yeah. I would want. But I'm not. So. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the goddamn, like, the letters back and forth and everything, it just seems so, like, the, the soundtrack seems so, like, spliced and cut, like, right away. Like, it just seems like it's, uh, dear daddy, today is my first day of first grade. Dear Casey, wow, that is some shit. Dear. School is important. Dear daddy, I miss you even though I've never met you. Dear Casey, yep, same here. <laughs> dear daddy, are you ever coming home? Dear Casey, you got to get me out of here. Get me the fuck. There's man. some guy in here named Onyx Cobra. He's looking at me like I'm a snowball. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! You gotta get me out of here right now! Oh shit! Like it's just like so goddamn quick. I don't know. It's really fucking funny to me. Dear Casey, skill's important. Keep going. <laughs> you gotta have fun at recess. We don't really get recess. <laughs> we get yard time. And you it's like let it's me like, tell you about yard time. So yard time. one of my, one of my friends, uh, uh, it wasn't Onyx Cobra, but I saw Onyx Cobra eyeing him too. His name was Dale. Dale got, uh, well, Dale went to heaven, sweetie. And I don't know if you know what heaven is. Let's get into that. Uh, like I just met, like it's, and they're so quick. Like, is, is that all the letter it's is? It's like, dear daddy, I went to school today. It's like, you can't tell what letter is his and which one's Casey's. Yeah. Like they're both written on that like super like big like line dotted line paper and written in crayon. Yeah, from both sides. Exactly. So I don't know who's who. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty perfect though for me that that I'm watching this going. Oh fuck, that's Bubba from Forrest Gump, and then I'm hearing Nick Cage's accent, and I'm like, is this fucking Forrest Gump? Like yeah. he sound. Like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but Nick Cage sounds in the way that Forrest Gump is slow. That's how he sounds in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's bad. It's Alabama. Is it is it Cajun? <laughs> At some points, Cajun. I don't I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he hey. said apparently he went to Alabama <laughs> to study. Yeah, <laughs> you're like that's what you came back with. It's it's Cajun, but C A G E N. It's a Cajun accent. C A G E N. Fuck, yes, I the love C A G E N. Yeah. How about U N? Cajun. Yes. Cajun. It's uh. it's a really bad accent. It's not great. It's not great. I, I I'm not saying it, it's like I want I want this. I like this. <laughs> but it's I it needs to be talked about that this is not good. If I'm gonna this be acting is not good. In a very in a very serious light of it, I guess. Um it takes me out of the movie a little bit. when I hear him talking, especially when he's reciting his 
his those letters. Yes. Mm. When those letters are being recited, it pulls me out. And that's because had issue. you not seen this yet, like you said, you would usually get into the movie later. Was this maybe the first time you've seen these parts of the movie? Yeah. So like the prison, the stuff in prison. Yeah. Um, I only ever saw like uh, it was just when we're seeing John Cusack and that. You know. Okay. You, yeah. So you had really this whole first scene was like the first time you honestly seen the this. first t- first time. Yeah. Yeah. I, really, probably was and. Maybe this, like when they're just getting out of prison, okay, just okay. getting out of prison and walking to that plane. There, there was one thing, uh, actually, two things I wanted to mention. So, how do I live? Like you said, was actually written for this movie and by in- Leanne Rhymes, right? No, so what I heard, Sean, was that so it was written by Diane Warren and was going to be included in the movie, and they they were gonna have Leanne Rhymes, but they decided um, that she was too young, I think. And so they had Trisha Yearwood do it, but then I think Leanne Rhymes did it later on in life, and right? Made it more famous. I, I think I think you're right. But interestingly enough, it was nominated for an Oscar, but it was also nominated for a Razzie. That's right. And did not win both of them. <laughs> I that's I don't know that 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 yeah that song and that scene's just kind of like yeah okay. It's, the song is like the the song in uh, the Great Outdoors. We're in uh, Kimmy, right? Kimmy is her name in the in Great Outdoors, and and Buck. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Are like meeting up. It's like oh, I know it's the love interest shit, and it's just like every time it's like family or Trisha shit. It's just like, yes. I'm going home now tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. And one other thing I did want to point out when it finally, when I think he gets sentenced. And then the logo hits, yeah, and it goes, and then and then it, in the background is like a fake jail, like exterior <laughs> scene. It's like a color, like a painted jail scene, yeah, of like of the penitentiary. It's like wow, it's like it's what, amazing. What is happening? What here? is going on? <laughs> it's it's just yeah, it's a lot. It it looks like a WWE <laughs> WCW <laughs> like graphic that hits. <laughs> 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 lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details so eight years later poe is released on parole and is scheduled to be flown back to alabama on a prisoner transport airplane Point, which is mainly being used to transfer criminals to a new supermax prison. DEA agent Duncan Malloy secretly puts an undercover agent on board the plane with a hidden gun to get more information out of drug lord Francisco Sedando. Shortly after the flight takes off, the prisoners are able to take over the plane and subdue the guards. Cyrus takes control of the cockpit to prevent the pilot from reporting the riot. The undercover officer tries to intervene, but is killed. We're rolling now. It goes pretty quick, doesn't it? Does it does go pretty quick. Like we we get into this pretty darn quick and like I I I like that it it's not only we get into the action pretty quick. I think you you start they start sectioning off um you know some teams at this point. Some yes. good guy teams and some and I love the I also love the explanation of these criminals. Dude, mm-hmm. this might be one of the best examples of of the like we to, we've been, in fact this whole month we've been pretty much talking about how like 
assemble the crew. Assemble like, the crew. Uh, yeah. We need to hear all about him. This might be one of my favorites it's of great. how it's of how it's working. It's a who's who of character actors as well. Mm-hmm. Another round of them, man. Like you know, I think Steve Buscemi comes on later, right? Buscemi's later is yeah. the second trip. Uh, but yeah, you get Danny Trejo. You get Bing uh, Rames. Bing Rames. Yeah, uh, it's just Dave so good. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, dude. Like what? Like he was a he was a good actor. Like, like he was in You've Got Mail for Christ's sake. I, dude, I know. Uh, I, I loved him in that movie. Actually, <laughs> yeah. he's a great character in that. In that. Um, this is this is very funny. I think he is very much Dave Chappelle, but at the same time, I think it works so well for. And when he has these moments of like kind of seriousness, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, he's completely he is fine. a criminal. Yeah, yeah. He he was a bit of a nobody at this point. Like, think about Chappelle shows like 2003 or mm-hmm. four. Uh, half baked is what two thousand one or two. So he's oh, yeah. he's leading up to that, and I also heard he pretty much improvised everything, right? Which is why it's so damn funny. Yeah, they're like, what's what's one of your favorite lines of that he has? I think I think one of the the coolest lines he has is when the DE agents got him. He's like, he's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm a DE agent. He's like, well, then you're the most crooked person on oh, this plane. Yeah, yeah. Like, most, yeah he and has like, fuck. Like you're a dead man. <laughs> like it, he's, he's like, you're, you're, you're in a situation you can't control. He's like, you're a dead man. Like he's, he knows. Yeah, you know, he's just as. He's just as involved as any of these guys well, he's, in this. He's the guy that makes it all happen. Yeah. Like, he's the guy that sprays the shit. All. You know, I before we get into all that, I want to say that the the shot of Nicolas Cage embracing the wind in his hair. Oh, is yeah. absolutely beautiful. I you there's the memes out there, whatever. It's like touch or touch this to or like blow on your screen in like three, two, one, and it's just him. <laughs> It's fucking great, dude. Well, I love that. When you do realize the the weirdness of this, I think not your father's beer shirt. I believe sent me when Willow was born a a onesie. Oh yeah, with that photo on there, and I was like, oh cool, it's Nick Cage. Not understanding that like what that what that meant. Like he just got out of jail. Willow just got out of the womb. I'm yeah. like. That is fucking genius. Now I know. <laughs> now I understand. It's perfect. Yes. We'll get some pictures out there because uh, I believe Harrison has it. I right think now. we passed it along. And so, uh, saving so, yeah. it for Sean someday. Yeah, oh, happen. absolutely. <laughs> Sean already has a full wardrobe of <laughs> yeah. John Cage stuff ready for yeah. a future child. <laughs> uh, I I do really like I, I really like this. Unfortunately, though, the the other end of it is what the heck? They're they they just say. This plane is for maximum security prisoner transport. Hey, I got a couple guys who need to fly to Albuquerque. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Do you think this is a really a rule? Because she she says you have to you have to be released from the prison you were brought into. Like initially, do we yeah. think that's really a thing, or is that just whatever? You're to- in cuffs. You're in restraints until you are re- released from the prison you were, you were brought into, or something like that. Processed in. Yeah. But like think about that if 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 this was an option I'm I'm not if I'm having an option I'm not getting on that plane. Like if they're if they if my option was hey we'll fly you home on this prisoner transport or will Blues Brothers style open the gate and you will walk outside and figure yeah. it out from there. I'm walking outside. Yeah. I'm I'm walking outside. I'm calling a taxi. I'm going to the airport early. I'm having some airport cocktails. I'm living my life, my freedom, getting on a passenger jet to go home. Yeah, I don't you know. So when they process him, it wasn't like where he's at right now. I, apparently, no. he was moved moved at some him? point. Maybe okay. I didn't. I didn't ever get that. I don't moving, think they told you. Okay. Moving prisoners. They're moving. And, and by the way. 
why did he get sent to a prison that requires a flight to get to? <laughs> yeah, this this Generally, guy, this manslaughter charge. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> maximum security. Every state has a, a maximum yes. security prison, yes. I believe. So why is he there? So why does he have to be like flown to a another place? I don't know. Or is it California? Maybe it's a big state, Texas. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't cell block ninety nine. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't understand. Uh, so that that part didn't ever make sense to me. And same with Baby O. He's just getting he's getting transferred. Yeah, it just so happens that he he so he's moving to the max the new supermax, right? Baby O is a bad bad criminal. Or they're dropping him on the way. I don't know. I think he's going to the supermax. Man, see, I don't know. Hmm. But it doesn't matter. None yeah. of this, I guess it does. I guess all, it does. Yeah. Regardless, they're all there, and I. I I just think like it's it's weird that Nick Cage is also like smug. Yes. To like to like Cyrus the virus even. He's just like, oh, I'm just admiring your cage. I'm like these are dangerous criminals. <sighs> you you murdered someone accidentally. They did it on purpose and they probably will again. A lot of times. What if he gets out? Oh shit. Uh, Hell, there he <laughs> goes. But he had we forget. Because so, it's so glossed over. He was in prison for eight fucking years. Yeah. So he is not like he's done some things like yeah. he's developed a rough ex, ex, like external thing like but we just don't know that we just see it in these weird yeah. little moments yeah. where he's like being a tough guy but you yeah. got he was in prison for eight years man <laughs> we've been doing this podcast for two and a half that's a good point <laughs> that's a good point it's a long time it's a fucking long time hell of a sentence <laughs> uh no <laughs> yeah it's very true um Things go awry very quickly, and uh, boy, it's got to be the most sucky situation because it didn't matter who was sitting next to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, he was lighting he, he, whoever sitting next matter. to him on fire. Yeah. That that was the plan all along. You, you think about that. Like, what if it was Nick Cage or, or like Baby O? What if it was somebody else like who was in on the plan? <laughs> it's, I, it's just a. It's just you feel it. I do. There are moments when I'm like, yeah, Nick Cage, you nailed it. The the walking out in the sun, that the look on his face, it's just a fucking kick in the dick that he's like, really? Like, I'm yeah. getting out and this is now happening on yeah. my plane. Like, and you can feel that because the, the audience feels that, too. You're like, oh, fuck, he was so close. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that he he's not going to at least be like questioned or put into the point of like, yep. you were involved. You were on that plane. You were on that plane. You must have been involved. You were one of the prisoners yep. on that plane. Like, you'd have to have somebody very, very reasonable, like John Cusack, <laughs> thinking about this for you and 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 insisting that, like, oh, yeah, he was just getting out. He was on his way to meet his wife and his new daughter that he's never met before. I think that this is a, an yes. ally in the sky. I have a hunch that this is, a, this is one of our good guys we yeah. got up there, yeah. Like, come on, you know, not everyone's a John Cusack. <laughs> Not everyone's an optimistic. No, very true. <laughs> uh, I just think that it's once it's taken over, once this plane is taken over, it's it's one of the maybe the first movies I've ever seen of like the bad guys are the main characters of yeah. the movie now. You know, and you know, I know you got Nick Cage, who is technically our our good guy, obviously, but then like movies like uh, uh, Devil's Rejects later on, I'd be like, it's just a purely uh, villain led kind of thing. Or um, like you know, Reservoir Dogs, any Tarantino movie, yeah, really is yeah. like they're all shitheads, but we we are endeared by these shitheads, you know. Uh, not so much Dana Trejo, but um, <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard one. Do you yeah. know? Do you know he's five foot six? It's pretty short. He he. That man seems larger 
than life. Yeah. In everything he's in. And, and then at one moment in this movie, I went, huh, he looks kind of short. Like, it was like a big, sh- a long shot of him. Five, six. Five, he's I still six. wouldn't fuck with him. He's an actual yeah. ex-con as well. Yeah. And, uh, like, kind of gave, like, he was kind of, like, their liaison of, like, oh, how would this go down? Like, how, like what, what's the relationship between this guy wow, and that guy? Wow, really? You know, like, are, are people who, who are getting out kind of looked down upon? You know, maybe something like that. Okay, cool. But uh, like like, that's that. that's how he got into acting. His story is fucking fascinating. Yeah, look him up because he just like kind of walked on a movie set and was like, "Oh, you need to be in this movie." I do this and started acting from wow. Now. now he probably has his own like grilling seasoning <laughs> yeah. product line, probably with a big smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> how so. to make burn ants? Yeah, that's right, <laughs> the right way. <laughs> so they uh, they they get it taken over and like down on the ground. John Cusack is like. Uh, getting word of this finally, and he's like, uh, "What's uh, what's going on up there?" He's like, "Oh, just a little ruckus." There's TikTok. Can you describe the ruckus? Can you describe the ruckus. <laughs> um, I I want that so bad. But um, yes, we also get him like fishing through his uh, Cyrus of Virus's bullshit, right? Yeah. In this, and uh, I was I just went back to the Shawshank Redemption the whole time they were doing this. But what do you? Sh- can we should we talk about Cyrus Virus? Is yeah, let's, right let's now? just let's focus on on Malkovich. Like, okay. what do, what is your overall feeling on him in this role? I think he's it's one of the most iconic villains of like these kind of action movies like this, like The Rock or um, Face Off or anything. Yeah. I think he's one of the most iconic and stand out for sure. I think he's I think he's the best performance in this movie. Yeah, and I know I think he was even like. Um, I think he was pretty unhappy about what, like the production, everything was being rewritten. And I don't think he likes to talk about this movie. Yeah. Because it's probably just people always being like, tell us about Con Air. But I thought he was fucking awesome. I and they, I believed it. And in fact, I first saw him and I go, oh, John Malkovich is the. <laughs> and then I went, oh, yeah, he's he's the guy. I'm scared of him. There, There is. I, I do really like his performance. The only thing is, for some reason, and it's it's just not a knock. It's almost like I don't get quite enough of a of a reasoning to be scared of him. Or he seems like there's something about him that seems like he's being he's uh, he's bored by this uh, in this whole this whole thing that he has to go through as an actor or Cyrus the character. I I couldn't tell you. Okay, one or the other. I can't tell if it's. John Malkovich being a little bored by the character, or Cyrus the Virus being bored by the fact that he has to basically deal with all these people that, in his mind, are just beneath him. I think it's that. I, th- I think John Malkovich is eating this shit up. Like as an actor, he's <laughs> just like, "Oh my god, yes, scenery, get uh, in my mouth." Uh, I I really think so. But yeah, I, th- I get what you're saying. Where it's just like he's he's almost almost aimless, even though he's got this plan. Yeah, he, like this is his plan. Yeah, but there's um, there's there's a thing like with psychopaths who are, who do get bored easily, and they have to keep. Leveling up what up, they're doing, you know. Mistakes kind and of I, thing. He's he's more of a joker to me than he is like a psychotic killer. Okay, he's just a means to an end kind of guy. I see. And okay. I, I love <laughs> his like one liners are just fucking they're fantastic. Really when he goes, welcome when he, to Con Air. When he goes in the cockpit, he's like, "The next wings you will see will the, will be the flies buzzing over your corpse." <laughs> yes, <laughs> but will he be able? Will you be able to see the flies if you're a corpse? You're probably dead. Oh, yeah, I'll see, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm I'm threatened. I. There is something about those lines that you're just like, 
finish up. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It's just like you don't have to go that far. You could have you could have said that <laughs> or the next wings you'll see will be angels wings. Instead it's like that's it. Or the next wings you'll see will be the wings of a B-52 bomber flying over Panama City, which is where your ashes will be after you're dead because your family uh. will spread them in <laughs> Panama City because that was your favorite place to be. Because they won't extradite your ashes back to the States because... Son it of actually, a bitch. It actually makes me more scared. <laughs> like, if, if he was that specific, I'd be like, fuck, dude, I was you're like, right. How has he thought this all out? Yeah. Instead, I'd be like, hey, I don't I don't believe in God, so there's no such thing as angels. So yeah. No, oh, like, well, oh, the, I do. I love Panama City. It will be the flies over your dead corpse then. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we didn't have What's-His-Face from Gone in 60 Seconds <laughs> keeping his teeth in his mouth. <laughs> it never rains. It pours. <laughs> Uh, you want to go on to scene three here, fellas? Uh, yeah. So the plane is scheduled to land in Carson City, offload some passengers. Poe turns down a chance to get off in order to stay with his friend Odell, who needs medical attention. Upon landing, Cyrus ensues that the prison transfer goes smoothly. New prisoners are brought on board during the exchange. Despite Poe's efforts, the plane leaves Carson City without problems. Around that time, Larkin discovers the plans for the plane's takeover in Cyrus's old jail cell and narrowly avoids getting killed in Cyrus's former cell. Question. Why would the undercover cop jump out at this point when there is zero control? He could have zero control over this. Is he just panicked? Is he not that good of a cop? Like, I feel like somebody would be like, oh, I need to I need to like hold back. I wonder if the only person they could possibly get to go undercover with a gun on a plane full of the most dangerous criminals in the world is probably maybe not the smartest. The new guy, the the new guy. (laughs) Because think about think about his from his mental capacity. He's on there literally just to wait for this new guy. What is, is it? Um, Which one uh, was it? Sedano or something like that is the one that the the mobster guy, the connected one, is the one that's going to get on the uh, plane. Okay. And so his only theory, his only thought is that I'm going to get on this plane and I'm just going to talk to this guy, which, by the way, is a terrible plan. Like, yeah, it's a terrible this, plan. This super high echelon criminal is going to be like, oh, what's up, dude? Yeah. So here's what I'm planning for the future. I'm going to tell you everything. But so he this whole thing happening just blows this dude's mind and he loses it. He just loses. Yeah, he control. has to. Man, like it, it is. It's It's the worst time that he could have done this. <laughs> They're literally celebrating we have the plane. And instead of waiting until they have to ground again, you're going to pull your gun. It was just such a – and then that guy is done. He's yes. out. Oh, they, yeah. We just needed him out of this storyline. Yeah. That's basically all we needed. Very true. Man. We are also learning more about Cyrus Virus as they're digging through his cell and John Cusack's heading up this. And then, one, how do you get a bomb in there? <laughs> Like I, I just don't like they're just pulling out random shit, just like naked pictures of B. Arthur, <laughs> right? A football Con- helmet full Con- of cottage cheese, a, a PS Five yeah. yep. in there, you yep. know, <laughs> and then a bomb. Yeah. How did he make that? How did he get the things to make I that bomb? Know. Here's an even better question: How many times every night does he have to rebuild that oh brick in the God. wall? Does he just keep putting that thing back together? <laughs> how the how does it's he not do that? Like Andy Dufresne, it's just no. a poster. Yeah. No. He's, he's rebuilding the thing. That guy that guy chips a hole in this like soft like thing made out of glue and sand, and 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 Cyrus Toothpaste. just yeah. And like it's like he has to rebuild that every single yes. night, dude. What the hell? Commitment. 
Commitment. I, commitment. I do love he's like, don't touch anything. And two seconds later, he's like, touch. <laughs> the guy yeah. immediately touches Oh, you mean it. like this? Oh, you mean the thing that says don't touch <laughs> it? <laughs> Wonder what he's got in here. It's like, yeah, you found out. Yeah. There had to have been something else to go along with this. Um, th- I need this medication. They couldn't get him off the plane. They still wanted this to happen. They don't care at this point, I guess. Cyrus Cyrus wouldn't care if he's going to die. Yeah, they they have so. zero concern for him. If this would have been um if the guards maybe still had control, they would have they would have figured something out, but they don't care. Prisoners don't care, don't care right now, do they? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I I think it's a good it's a good anxiety addition like a, a builder. Well, but it's, it, it's the reason to keep yeah. uh, him on the plane, mm-hmm. pulling the plane. But at the same time, I'm getting off the fucking plane. Yeah. yeah, I've known you for a couple years. You're a criminal that's going to die in prison. You're going to a new supermax. You're never getting out. You're going to die now. I'm out. I was wrongfully imprisoned. I'm going home to hey, my family. you understand, right? Yeah. Uh, like, we had our snowballs hey, thing, uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I, am I wrong in that? I know that's like a cold-hearted thing, but like... Never leave a man behind. <laughs> no, leave him behind. Now this is prison. This is prison. Mm. He would do that to you. Yeah, you kind of wonder, right? I mean, if, if, that's, if it was a flip... If you AJ, if you had never met Harrison before because you'd been in prison for eight years, and and <laughs> I'm your cellmate, put your I'm your cellmate, I'm your cellmate. You're getting out. I'm life in prison, and we're like we've developed a and, good relationship, and now I'm s- apparently sweating from not having my uh, diabetes, insulin, my insulin. Uh, and you had a chance to literally get off the plane to freedom to your wife and, and child you've never met or me going, please, you got to help me. You got to help me keep alive so that I can go to the prison for the rest of my life. Are you going to help me? <laughs> I would You're probably like, going to die if you stay on this plane. I would have been like, can't you just like eat one of those snowballs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like keep blood there's, sugar up. This is an airplane. There's Isn't there like, like some ginger ale somewhere? There's, there's got to be like, they got to have some sort of concierge. It's just sugar, right? it's it's just some sugar. Can't you just drink that stuff? <laughs> yeah. Does it have to be injected? That was literally my thought. Literally my thought. Or can, you, can we like put it in your ear? Hey, there's, like, four, there's, there's 82% of my daily intake of sugar is, yeah. in, is in one snowball. Is in one snowball. What if, <laughs> just eat one of these, man. We could just, we could just go back to like can't a... You no- <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, can't you just be like... It's like, well, technically I can't drink it. It doesn't get there fast. And I was like, there's another way. You know, there's another way. <laughs> go and go through your butt. And look, I, I am here to help you butt chug. <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes. I will help you butt chug that insulin as long as it gets me off this plane in Carson City. Let's butt chug some insulin. (laughs) Oh, my God. We do have to consult the Jarrett Layoff Confused Breakfast actor database. So you asked about Steve Buscemi. Yes. Steve Buscemi being in this movie takes him to seven appearances in movies we've done. That is now a, a tie for number one with John Candy. It's a tie. I thought it's a tie. He was okay. he was one behind. So now John Candy and Steve Buscemi are at the top of our two spaces of Mount Rushmore at this point. Close race. So who's our Rushmore right now? It's only those two. Oh, that's it. Yeah, nobody. Oh, Ed, you oh. want to know more? I mean, there are. Well, more. I, I was I, I was just wondering if we if okay. We do so like then technically, Keanu is in at number three. Okay, but then you got a bunch of fives. You got Rick DeCumman. Oh. You got Corey Feldman. You got Dan Aykroyd, you got Nick Cage, you got Alan Covert, and you got Jimmy Starr. 
Wow. Rick Ducumbin. I would take there. Rick Ducumbin. So right now, right now it's Rick Ducumbin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, our Mount Rushmore is right, John Gandy, Steve Buscemi, Keanu Reeves, and Rick Ducumbin. <laughs> give me that movie. Actually, give me that movie. <laughs> did we, can we quit? Did we figure it out? Did, did, we, right. just, did we just make Speed 4? <laughs> hey, someone out there, <laughs> Come make, on. make a Rushmore thing with their faces <laughs> on it, and I, we, will, we will read your oh. review. I don't know what we'll do. We'll, we'll do something for you. We uh, have... We have to stop this taxi. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like we got to get where we're going. I don't fucking like taxis. <laughs> That's Steve Buscemi. I don't know why. Was... Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, Pull this fucking thing over. John Candy's the driver. <laughs> oh, sorry, folks. Got to keep going. <laughs> sorry, folks. E-brakes on. Yeah. <laughs> What's that uh, smell? Somebody green. Where's Bert when you need him? Green light it. Where, where is he? They're all in oh, a taxi. Legendary pictures. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> well, then, so Sean, let's talk about Steve Buscemi in this. How, uh, how do you how do you rank this role and this performance in in the things we've seen him in? Could have been anybody else. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, sadly, that this is like his kind of. I, I was I was hoping that it was going to be him taking over John Candy, and I was wanting to celebrate it. But also, it would be tainted by this performance. This, yeah, like, it's not like his performance at all. It's just like. Yeah, he's a psycho killer, but I don't even really buy him as a psycho killer. Like maybe because of the stigma that we love him so much as an actor, I don't know. It could have been, it could have been somebody else that like even that's not he's, even like that well known. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he looks very young in this movie. He really does. And there's something about, and maybe this is what I was trying to get at with uh, John Malkovich is because with Steve Buscemi, it's the same thing. You can't just force feed us the exposition of like getting the crew together. And and then expect us to be afraid of these guys. It doesn't work the same way. I think with like the, the endearing side, like side of things, I don't think it works that way. You can't tell me Cyrus the virus like willingly killed like eleven people, and he would keep doing it. Or this guy, like this guy Garland Green, who's the most unassuming person ever, killed thirty six people across how many states? Mm-hmm. And it's like for some reason, it's like okay, I get it, but we never see any side of that other than you know. And the two scariest people in this plane are presumably the smartest. Ving Rames. Ving Rames, well, you sure? But he's Cyrus and Garland Cyrus and Garland Green. Uh, Ving Rames is presented as being a very smart person. He is too, presented in, in very his smart. background. That's true. Uh, so and he's got like his own ulterior motives too that we can't yeah. find out yeah. about. Yeah, absolutely. I, I with Garland Green, I just think that it's. Um, like I know that they did a lot of research of like actual serial killers. There was like all serial killers meld into one pretty much. They wanted mm-hmm. to take this from that and that from this. Uh, like traveling across states is like uh, Ted Bundy or whatever. Okay. And uh, I think they were going for the most because Ted Bundy's like kind of unassuming. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer's like unassuming until you find out these monsters are like monsters. And so I guess that works for it. And I and to never see that side of this character is kind of scary because you do get the scene with mm-hmm. the, with the little girl, yep. which is also really not needed. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, it's very conflicting because I know I, I get the reason why uh, the characters like this. And I do find it interesting where it's like, it, he is so unassuming. It's hard to see him killing a child yes. in, in this character. But yeah, I don't know. It's, but at the same time, it's, I don't know why it's here. Something about something about the way he's, talking is very like Ty- Tyler Durden to me. 
Yeah. When he's, he yeah. says, but what if I told you Insane was working 50 hours a week in some office for 50 years? <laughs> and at the end of which, they tell you to piss off, ending up in some retirement village, hoping to die before suffering the indignity of trying to make it to the toilet on time. Define like, irony. Yeah. Irony is a bunch of assholes on a plane. T- t- <laughs> a bunch of listening, idiots on a plane. Listening to Leonard Skinner about... A band who died on a plane. Well, it's funny because, you know, like, had I seen this at the same time I saw Fight Club, I, I, we will get to Fight Club, but Fight Club, uh, very much, I'm hearing Tyler Durden speak being like, you're right. Yeah. Like, we, we need to, like, we need to get out of this, this crazy. But then I'm hearing, I'm hearing him say things like that. I'm like, you're right. We don't need to kill kids, though. Like, like, hold on a second. Yeah. You, took it, you took it a whole different way. Tyler Durden just makes soap. That's <laughs> just makes soap, did. dude. You, that's yeah, all just he makes soap, man. It's cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, the the prisoner exchange, the uh, the grounding, uh, the the ground uh, activity on in Carson City. Um, I feel like this is genius on the on the prisoner part. I feel like this is super smart. Like, what do you mean? I think it's done very well. I think, I think, like for the characters, yeah, for for them to play as the guards, yep. cover themselves up. The dust obviously convenient, helps. Convenient, it's very storm. convenient that yep. it's a dust storm and stuff. They consulted the uh, farmers' almanac. That's yeah, right. They're like, oh, we like, know that that what's day. The, what's Ooh. the weather? It's pretty hairy down there, Cyrus. Perfect. <laughs> yes, that's good. wonderful. Yes, uh, I I think this is this is one of those moments where like plot wise or uh, moving the plot along, I feel like is a very smart thing. Um, it although uh, the other end of it then too is. Just Cameron Poe conveniently seeing that, or like they're gagging people and everything, and he's hoping, he's like, come on, see it. Come on. <laughs> come on, bus, stop. Like, I don't know. It, it, it falls away very quickly for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you that it's like very, like, setting this up is so cool. I think it's a brilliant. It's like, yeah, adding a sandstorm is like convenient for the plot but it's fucking badass Looks cool whatever yeah it's cinema it's a movie yeah. come on um <laughs> uh yeah and it's it's great and they they tape over their mouths and they cover their their Smart. eyes and everything and then you know it's it it pops off and we get uh, mc gainey <laughs> mc gainey i fucking love mc gainey uh, wait, wait which yeah, one's who, mc gainey he takes over as pilot Oh, 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 oh duh, yeah, that's right. Uh, what, hello, what Mighty else? Ducks. Yes, like yeah. literally, he's the he's the limo driver. Yeah, in Mighty yeah. Ducks. Oh my God, he can drive you. anything with four wheels, like Tumblr, <laughs> for five <laughs> sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Swamp Thing. That's what his name Swamp is in this. Thing, that yeah. guy is pretty dope. I yeah. like him a lot. Oh, and obviously Dave Chappelle getting wrapped up because he's just like starved for a woman. <laughs> He's <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. He's just out there. and him him running. Is this uh is this uh green screen running? <laughs> Where he's just hey, standing in place. Hey! Come on! Hey! Oh. Oh. Which by the way makes no sense that he ended up in the wheel well. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like, like he maybe tried, he fell and got back like up. Like he tried to get into it. Like they, but he, he like he fe- he fell like outside the plane, you know, he, like yeah. Oh, he did. I thought you see yeah. him like he's like four feet from the plane, and then he, I think he tripped and fell. I don't think he's he like falls. flipping off the the Native American guy. He started on fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he flipping off. I don't know if he falls though. I think he does. He goes out of the, out of frame at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, let's get on to that. Well, Unless one, you got something else. One more thing is like when they do get back on the plane, and Garland is just sitting there. Or yeah, well he, they undo him and, and whatever. 
Uh, he says, uh, somehow they managed, so, I don't know how I managed to get smack dab in the middle of this madness. And then Baby O just like right next to Nick Cage is just fucking heaving and like, like, oh my God. And he's like, how you doing, Baby O? Like, how, how do you think I'm doing? I'm fucking, I'm out of my mind, like gonna die for sure. Yeah. And there's like Garland, he like leans back and Garland's right there. He's like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Garland. Yeah, the, Hi, Garland. When he when he does say that, when he when he's when he's just like, Hey Garland. <laughs> like they've like they've passed each other right, on the right. block before. It's more like they shouldn't have talked to him in the first place. Yeah. And now that they've talked to him, they're friends, and he's like, fuck, he's damn he's gonna wanna he's gonna wanna sit at our table. <laughs> he's upset because he's gonna wanna talk to me now. I made eye contact with Garland. It's Can't like tell him no. Oh shit, is that guy like super dangerous? No, he's just fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, he's scrawny pipsqueak, but he just he'll never let you go, man. He just will not shut up. <laughs> really big gambler. Really big gambler. <laughs> yeah. All right, so scene four. Pinball's body is discovered in the landing gear, and Poe writes a message on his shirt before pushing him out of the plane. Larkin recognizes and thinks the plane is heading in the opposite direction and heads to an abandoned airfield to intercept. The plane has a rough landing at the abandoned airfield. While the prisoners dig the plane out and look for Sindano's plane, Poe runs into the hidden henchman. Sedano attempts to escape on the plane, but they crash and explode. Pinball falling from the sky <laughs> and that that and landing on the car, that scene is pure perfection. Yeah. Music and all. Yeah. I love it. It's so funny. I love, you know, just the random characters in the car. He's like, oh honey, it's my car or whatever. And, and that just <laughs> How it always goes. I just get this thing detailed and the bird shits on my windshield. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it so much. And it's a good like it's a good thing to like a plot device too. Is like he, the character becomes a plot device where he's he's got the message for uh, Vince. It's got your name written all over yeah, it. It's really good. It's I, pretty it's, funny. It works really well. I feel like uh, them landing at this place feels completely unnecessary. Like they 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 consider it like a refueling thing. Are you talking about Carson? No, it's after they're, Carson. They're it's they're going Carson. to the next place. It's yeah, it's this it's the quote unquote abandoned airfield which um which technically isn't abandoned because there it's like a family <laughs> it's, like a it's a family run like mom and pop airport what like apparently this is this is the airport that is in Mad Max. <laughs> like what is this place? It's just it's 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 post it's like post Terminator Two. Yeah. Like what is this? What is this airfield? And everything's hidden. It's abandoned, but everyone's like there. Yeah. That sorry, my my computer died there. But you said I want I want to add one thing. You said that that scene was perfection with pinball, and I agree with you. Other than. How bad that dummy looks. That dummy. In the wheel well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, like it, it was bad, but I'm pretty sure the second view. Oh, the, oh you want prop? Are you punching face? No, prop. prop. Ooh. <laughs> here's a prop. You, want, you can't have the. I want, no. I want the bust of Dave Chappelle. You can't. Post. You can't do that. Why can't I do it? Look. Him going. Yes. Look. <laughs> Can it be the white version? No because matter. there's a he looks white in the in the second one. What? <laughs> he does. You can't, the dummy like, looks so bad the second okay. time they show it, it looks literally like just like 
like a white mannequin. Okay, okay. Even though it is in fact a prop of that movie, you can't turn people into objects, Sean. Okay, yeah. Okay. You can't object. You're allowed. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you can't. They did it in uh, basketball. Wasn't like uh, uh, (laughs) what's his name? Uh, uh, Squeak. Abdul Jabbar. Oh, yeah. Kareem 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 Abdul. Abdul. He was like in the glass case or whatever. (laughs) That's right. Okay. He's allowed. He's allowed. Yeah. What are you taking? I want the ass kicker license plate. Fuck. Um, I mean, are you going to do the obvious? No. Okay. W- what's the obvious? What, what bunny? Put the plane. Ah, the bunny. Put the bunny <laughs> down. No, I, I don't know. I, I would. I, I wanted that license plate. I want the. I want. No, I want. <laughs> I want the vial of insulin <laughs> that can't be used. It's a terrible problem. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. That's fine. Okay. Go ahead, Good man. God, man. <laughs> but you talk about that that air they land before they yeah. land. This this airplane chicken scene is so ridiculous to me. Like with the, with the, the little the little plane and the big plane, and he like rolls out, but the plane like goes up and goes back down again. It's like it's so unbelievable. But I'm just like. I don't care. This rules. This I I <laughs> at this point I'm I understand what we're in for. I don't care. I want to uh, shout out that plane driver Bob Stevenson, is, the little plane driver. Yeah, he is in a bunch of movies and like a lot of commercials as well. You'll recognize him. He's also the uh, the baggage claim guy in Fight Club when he goes. No, yeah. When he's like, uh, of course your, we can't call it. Your um, we can't reference it as your dildo. Yeah, he's that guy. It's a dildo. He, I see him pop up in movies all the time. Like I love every that time guy. he's in a movie, oh, yeah. it's great, and he's great. So I just want to shout good him out. call, man. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I what was the um the 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 point of going to this airfield was to so change the, planes? Yes, they're changing. They're expecting Sindano's crew to be there to pick them up. Right. In a different plane, in that, in that which they were, plane. but yeah. they were like hidden away and stuff. So yeah, they're gonna ditch this plane. Gotcha. Is, is what I understand is gonna happen here. Okay. So okay, that I guess uh, yeah, then that makes some more sense. But and that but they're after this is all taking place and like or this other plane isn't there, you right. know, they're gonna pull this other fucking plane out. <laughs> I mean, these are strong. These are strong men. These <laughs> yeah, are but very strong men. Yeah, but these aren't these aren't people like building the pyramids, okay? Like pulling this plane out. How much out. does like, that plane weigh? Like hundred thousand pounds? Yeah, <laughs> they had a, they had a tractor, they had a John Deere that and Ving Rhames and that yeah and Ving Rhames <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> is basically worth like another tractor. Something yes, yes. There's two tractors. <laughs> yeah. You're so, right. so yeah. John Deere and Ving Rhames. <laughs> so that's like 75,000 pounds compensated for right okay. there. Yeah, but then add the adrenaline of, of the yeah. cops coming and stuff. Right. So, yeah, I think they're going to now decide to pull the plane out and then refuel it, right? And then yeah. go somewhere else maybe? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's the plan. Like, are they just going to Vegas? We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but uh, we, we, did, we skipped over uh, Put the Bunny Back in the Box. Great scene. Great fucking quote in the movie. But also... a. Uh, uh, outs Nick Cage later, so yeah. I just wanted to bring it up. We can get back to the airport now. All this is happening, right? They're in there, uh, the the plane gets taken out, but uh, or the, the getaway plane. So then they start tr- like yanking on the thing to get it out of the dirt. Steve Buscemi's off playing dolls and tea party. 
And while all this is going on, Cyrus the virus has had time to set up a replica of the town. Please, I'm sorry. Pardon, pardon me that this is not up to scale. Thanks, Doc Brown. Like he built this whole freaking thing out of cans and like yes. he ma- of, of the little These airport. These are prisoners. They are very resourceful. They're very resourceful. <laughs> What's that? That's a rock. We didn't see. <laughs> we didn't see uh, the map of the plane in his jail cell that they pulled out. It was like little macaroni, yeah. like as like seats in the. And then it was like little toothpicks pebbles, yeah, and toothpicks like, yeah. and stuff. Smiley faces on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just such a silly thing for me to like see. Whatever this is made out of, what like what looks like a, a town that they're doing like a in a western. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna take this car out. We're gonna take this car out. And we're gonna create a bowl of death <laughs> with lots of death in it. <laughs> I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. I, I, that drove me nuts. <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's just there's something about it where I'm just like, yeah. You take the time to make a, a makeshift little little map for yourself. We got these are. I mean, these ben are, like ran up. He's like Cyrus, Cyrus, and he's just like what? What? <laughs> no, I didn't see you play with your dolls again. No, I didn't see you play with your dolls again. <laughs> You're missing a plane. God damn it! I'll tell you what, though. I I do not like this this whole Steve Buscemi little girl thing. It's it's really weird. Got the whole world in my hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that it's perverting that song. That that's kind of fun to me, right? But, that that's all like horror film esque yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't like. Again, I'm just not sure why it's here. I know he's like a criminal, and there, it's just something to cut back <sighs> to. And it kind of, I think it leaves like in question and whether or not this character has changed. Has he been it's, rehabilitated? This is why? My first but why do time, we? We don't care. Yeah, I don't know. This is my first watch, and I'm going. What they're really they're fucking going here? They're gonna do this as a as a man with a young daughter. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then then they uh, take you on that ride to then be like, oh, he got the doll and she's fine. And I get to see you later. Yeah, like, then, I, we just we don't need for, it. For me, be, it's not like I, not to be sadistic about it or anything like that. But if like we never got her waving goodbye and, and like just taking the doll, I would have been like, okay. That guy's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. it still doesn't really add anything to the movie, but he is definitely more f- terrifying to me. I once, like, why do that scene if you're not going to fully commit to right. it? I don't get it. I once you're right. Drove Either across, way, it's just like, well, I don't yeah. understand it. I once drove across three states wearing a girl's head on mine. That's the line he says yeah. in this. And awesome. you're like, whoa. Are we going to see this again? Yeah. He should have walked. He would have walked out. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Instead of a doll. Oh, they were just shit. like, this is, is the worst. Completely different. Yeah. This is the worst. It would have been like, what? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Um, <laughs> that when, uh, whenever, so like right when Cage gets off the plane, he's going to look for a, a shot. Um, Ving Rhames got the, uh, the uh, crew like on the ground. He's pointing a gun at him, about to execute him. And every time like Cage is like, playing psycho criminal we've we've noticed throughout these movies now where there's always a bit in these movies with nick cage where he's playing a character for the movie but then that character he's playing is also playing another character like in gone in 60 seconds at the car dealership he's playing kind of a slightly different person yeah and then cameron poe in this point he's playing the psycho criminal that he's trying to portray yeah. You know, trying to uh, kind of mask his... A dream within a dream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, like, every time he does it, you can tell he's having such a good time yes. with it. 
And I love that about it. And it, it, it reminds me so much of Face Off, him right here. That nothing I'd like more than to put a bullet in the back of these heads. In the back. Yeah. yeah. I, I love it so much. Yeah. What about, what about, Sai <laughs> Adara. Fuck yes. Like, I want, I want to hate, AJ, I want to hate this so much. And I can't. I cannot, I cannot hate this. This is fucking campiness genius at its best. I fucking love it. Sai Anara. <laughs> like, he's been waiting his whole life to have a moment where someone's trying to yell his name and he can finish it with Anara. I want he's pizza. been waiting his whole life. I want pizza with Maranara. Maranara. <laughs> Anara. <laughs> It's so good. Do you not like it? I, 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 I'm right there with you in the same vein of like, well, I mean, this guy's going to die. <laughs> it, it, there's no question about it anymore. And it's like, Sai Anara. I was like, that's kind of cool. He did time it pretty great. It's just, it's more, it's more of, uh, it's more of the, uh, they'll be here. Have patience. It's like the last guy who told me to have patience. I burned him down and pissed on the ashes, and then I built a little mini snowman out of his ashes, and then I kicked that over again, and then I let ants build their own hill out of the ashes. So don't tell me to have patience. It's like, what are you talking don't about? Don't tell me have patience. Okay, okay. That's all I need. That's all I need to say. <laughs> scary, scary environment. So that's all I had to say. Scary environment. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I I agree with you. Like his his like threats and shit are so prolonged, but it's so fucking good. It takes you on the right. You're like, oh, wait, I'm still trying to comprehend what you just said. Like, it's hold like, on. He goes on this long ass tirade. It's just I burned his ass. I pissed his ass. I did all this. It's the guy's just like, all right, <laughs> okay, all right. Well, all right, all right. <laughs> What's more of a crime, the Cyanara line or John Cusack's uh, character's outfit? With sandals and socks and a weird, he's a sandal shopman. He at one point you see him. He's got some weird linen crumpled up suit on, and he has like the sand, like those weird Doc Martin sandals where the it's the whole thing's like a shoe, but they just have holes in them. And then he's got socks on underneath it, like white socks underneath it. It you know like it's a weird outfit choice, fashion in ninety seven. Gross. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> We haven't talked a lot about Cusack. Yeah. You know, at this point, and I feel like I I like I really do like him in this role. It took me a little bit to to like him. But I do like I do like him do in you, this role. Do you like him yeah, in this role? I, I think he's fine. Like he's anything he's in, it's just great. Like it's kind of like Nick Cage, to be honest. If, They're kind of similar. He doesn't need it. Doesn't it didn't need to be John Cusack? It could have been probably anybody else. But the fact that it is John Cusack, it, it just heightens it that much more. You know? It makes him. A, I think John Cusack is an ultimate kind of good guy. Mm-hmm. He's in this yeah. role. You know, he's a good guy. He just. Uh, this seems like one of his weaker. He's a great actor. It just seems like one of his weaker performances to me. Okay. And I and maybe Sean, you know this. Like he doesn't talk about this movie. No. Nah. Right? He was in a. I saw. I read that he was in an interview, um, or no, this was John Malkovich. Sorry, but John. Well, I'll just say, all of them. <laughs> John, John Malkovich is like kind of disowns this movie too, and like someone was like in an interview with him, comparing him to a, another actor that was with them with him in that same interview, and uh, he's like, oh well, yeah, you were, you know, you were in being John Malkovich, you were in all these prestigious movies, like you, you don't do anything wrong. He's like, I was in Con Air. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you're so good in it. Like, uh. like I don't know. 
I, I've, I've heard John Cusack just like it's a it's a terrible movie, and uh, it bums me out. Like, like I, I get it for Super Mario Brothers. Like yeah. We talk about how they like trash it. I get that. Something like this, like, be, who cares? People love this movie, and I guess people love Super Mario Brothers too. But it's like, I don't know. It's 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 kind of apples and oranges. Yeah. Like, I, I guess you can be proud or not proud of the work that you do. But you still did it. Yeah. And then he's they asked why he did. He's like money. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. That's, needed, that's awesome. I needed a Corvette. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Tell me more about that. I like that. The 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 Corvette being taken up by the plane and everything. Yeah. Oh, I, it's ridiculous, but it's very believable just watching that thing just get towed no, along. No, it's not. I think it is. No, it's not. Okay, well, fine. It looks like a Corvette-shaped balloon being tugged around. But you know what? I still Thank believe you. it, Michael. Is that what they're shooting down out of the sky nowadays? God damn. I don't know. Corvette-shaped balloons. Man. Corvette-shaped balloons. Oh. You know you had one at your birthday party. Yeah. Uh, wait, if you don't, you're gonna. Yeah, mm. I like what I like when he says, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you gonna do now? He's like, what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna save the fucking day. You know, it, Great fucking hero moment. Uh, and then there's uh, not exactly Mike Ties and Yahtzee, but let's do it. It's just so many good lines yep. in this one scene. And not it's... exactly Mai Ties and Yahtzee, baby Oh, <laughs> well, Let's, let's do, do it. it. It's so good. Anyway. Yeah. Well, let's finish the scene here. So scene five, after a massive gunfight between the prisoners and armed forces, Grisham and the remaining prisoners return to the plane and take off. Poe gains control of the cockpit and they crash land on the Las Vegas Strip. Larkin and Poe team up to catch Grisson, Jones, and Swamp Thing who are trying to escape on motorcycles. Poe is finally able to reunite with his loving wife and daughter who have been brought by Larkin to meet him. Make a move and the bunny gets it. He just might be crazy enough. He to just shoot that might bunny. be. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, to true. shoot a, a stuffed bunny. I know yeah. that you like this, so I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> to waste a round on this, <laughs> just for the effect of it. He is kind of like like a like a Joker. Yeah, he's just he's making jokes. He doesn't take anything too seriously except for his plan to get something done and it's get just his freedom. Chaos. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's fine with the chaos. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Like the the gunfight and the like. The the tension of the plane getting shot down, like and the tension between uh, Cole Meany and uh, and, and John, John Cusack. Do you guys like this? Like, do you, do you like the the choppers keeping up with the plane? I like and shooting this thing down. I like the old lady. Uh, well, that, that was that was a scene before this, but in the in the plane with the transponder, yeah, the transponder was in the wrong plane. It was like. She looks like she hadn't put her dentures in or something. <laughs> no, because she's waving, and there's like a girl in the back going, eh, and the grandma's just going, hi. Hey. God do it. Like, I, I just like, they're, it's like they're shooting this plane down. Like, I, I, for some reason, I feel so much for John Cusack's character, for Larkin in this. It's like, stop shooting my fucking plane. <laughs> it's like, stop. Ah, stop! Stop tickling me! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking one thing I did have a major problem with was before that, like, they're before they're getting ready to take off, they see them coming in the distance, right? They see these cars driving. And they're like, how how much time we got? He's like, ah, 10, 10, 12 minutes. 
I had to do some yeah. math. No, boy. <laughs> I had to do some math. So, so three miles is as far as you can see on a horizon, by the way. Only three miles. If you're standing on a beach. It's quite a far quite a ways yeah, th- away. I mean, three miles is a far, far away. But, you know, you're standing on a beach. The furthest you can see is three miles. They're, they've got mountains in the background. They're closer than three, three miles. Let's call, it, let's call it one mile away. Um, if, 10, if 10 to 12 minutes uh, is how long it's going to take them to get here, that means they're driving five to six miles an hour. Oh man, and they're not. They wouldn't be doing that. No, they'd be going about <laughs> about 80, 80, 80 miles an hour. I I did see that. Oh, kind of they way. wouldn't be doing that. I go, oh, they're coming, they're coming. And he goes, ten to twelve minutes. I go, ten to twelve minutes. Uh, how, far, how far away do you think they are? <laughs> all right, we're gonna get them, boys. But uh, these cars, take it easy. Yeah. You take it easy. Hey, this right? is gravel. We don't want to. Pretty rocky get there. Oh man. Yeah, slow down. <laughs> slow down. I, yeah. God dang. <laughs> I'm spilling my coffee. It's like uh. jostling my. Uh. <laughs> and of course, you have to talk about Sweet Home Alabama. Scene, right? Oh, we did. Oh, we need that. Yeah. I didn't. I Thank didn't goodness. want that at all. Uh, I hated it. I just. I'm. It's just the point that I don't care. <laughs> and then, and it's like, it's like, how many people need to rummage through other people's shit? To find, <laughs> to find a letter about about my daddy's getting out today. <laughs> Why is that where people went to? People are just rummaging through They're people. Like he, he's got the only fucking box mm-hmm. down there. Yep, he's the only one with the box down there full of secrets. Turns out they all have secrets. But they're Weird. only going after Poe. And I don't know why that it's such a big deal that he is getting out. Like why why would why would he want to keep that under like under wraps? I guess I get it because he is technically, you know, against them. Maybe there's some animosity. I mean, you know, I've never been to prison, but maybe there's there's like a stigma. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, it was just like why do you want to keep that from everybody? Like I, I and why are why are other prisoners pissed at that? Like they're technically Free. Yeah, they technically took over they're the going free too. Yeah, they're they're they, singing "Sweet Home Alabama" like they made right. it all summer long. It's like uh, it's uh, like well, I just I just want to go home to my like kid, like I just want to see my wife and kid. Just please and thank you, dude. I'll so help they you want to get you want. Yeah, like, like, I'll help you. Just I just want to get off this plane. I'm not yeah. really into like killing people, so I just you know I, I don't really want to do any of that. I'll kill the the guy that's trying to rape the guard. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do that. I'll get rid of him. But yeah. That's, yeah, that's about it. Because well, neither of us like that guy. Yeah, nobody no. likes nobody him. likes no. that dude. Is it okay to laugh at the slap while they're singing "Sweet Home Alabama"? What? Like he uh, Cyrus wants to punch, um, like the 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 prisoner that's wearing the dress. Oh, Sally can't and, dance said, or whatnot. Said he slaps and and, oh. and he goes ah. Like, is it okay to laugh at that? I think so. Okay, yeah. Because I it was a outlaw. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. <laughs> they they treat, I laughed out loud. They treat her. Yeah, like her? like like a woman. Yeah. In the in the, it was like pretty progressive. They, yes, they say, I actually they say I the pronouns. Like yeah. They say the pronouns. I think. Yeah, they're good with that. So, awesome. can, so I thought it was funny. Ugh, we're gonna cut this whole thing out. Ah! Okay. Uh, I get it. Comments. Ah! Comments. I hate you guys. Social commentary. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was progressive. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought I, so too. I thought I, it was for for the time. And I yeah, I I thought and yeah, I just didn't want Sweet Home Alabama playing. I thought that was the worst part of the scene. Yeah, we don't never need that song ever. No again. one ever needs anywhere. That. Anyway, no. I think it's pretty much played out, kind of like uh, every Aerosmith song. Um, <laughs> yeah, done with it. But yeah, we uh, he takes over the plane here, and it's kind of like where 
the only um, time that Cyrus is kind of bested. Like he, you don't really see him until we get we start land again. Yes, which is kind of weird. But I do like this whole crashing. Can we talk about this crashing yeah. into Las Vegas? These were all mostly miniatures. Really? Like this, they created the whole strip as just like a miniature thing, and they had like a, a fake plane, like a little, uh, you know, uh, uh, construction plane. plane. Yeah, sorry, a miniature plane, and just had like a, a detachable wing. So when it hit the hard rock thing, yeah, it yeah. came off like that, which is super cool. And it translates really well on film. All the neon looks great. Mm-hmm. Like I, I imagine that would be pretty much of a bitch to, to make out of just nothing. It's It makes for great chaos to finish this out because how else are you going to finish a movie like this you're not gonna you're not gonna (laughs) you're not gonna land it somewhere and then let them shoot it out you crash it through the entire vegas strip (laughs) and that's what you do it just seems like i I did get to the point that i'm like wow now they're gonna do a car chase (laughs) wow with a fire truck oh yeah right is it a fire truck motorcycles fire trucks (laughs) fire truck motorcycles and by the way, Poe, why are you chasing after him? You didn't have to go. I got to see this it. through. Uh, never leave a, a man behind. Or a, yeah. or a female dead. guard. Yeah. Uh, and never. Uh, <laughs> we have o. rules. Baby O's dead. Baby O's. He's, he's done. Like, For he got shot, assuming, right? Yeah, like, he, well, he, he survives. Dude, my, McKetty, McKetty Williamson yeah. gets a... Bad rap yeah. in movies in general. He, <laughs> That's very they, true. They they just they just make him like very sweaty and dying all yeah. the time. Oh my god, he's always <laughs> sweaty. Like, he's just he's just sweating through everything, and oh he is just oh my god, he's he's just think about that dying all the time. So yeah, we get the 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 oh, but wait, there's more ending. <laughs> kind of like but speed. Wait, yeah, there's more. Uh, I think it's fine. It doesn't really drag on uh, much no. for me. You know, like no? it, it, it's 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 definitely a thing that where it could have. Like maybe speed does a little bit, but this definitely doesn't. I I really like this kind of it was second just ending. enough. Yeah, just enough to where it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't like another set piece. It was just kind of another chase. I, it, like it would have been a lot more interesting to me if um, they like went off and John Cusack and everybody's chasing after Cyrus and uh, Nate uh, Nate Nate Dog. I think is what his name is. Vin Rames. Mm-hmm. They're chasing after him. And then you just see Nick Cage again, hair blowing in the wind. How do I live without you starts playing? Hello, baby doll. <laughs> and like he could just have his moment with his family and not try to catch anybody. In the background, you hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all go home. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. But that's that's the thing I don't necessarily like about this movie is that plot point of the like him. The most important thing to him is his wife and kid. But but we gotta I gotta do this. Yep. It's like you know you don't. Stop. You don't have to do this. Stop saying you have to do shit. You don't have anything to do. <laughs> the older I get, the more I realize I don't have to fucking do anything that no. makes that helps anyone else out other than my family. No, <laughs> like you don't have to. <sighs> now I, fun, Sean, it is funny though. You're you're talking about the landing. Like my uh, my note is basically like this is so bad. Did this ever hold up? <laughs> Even when, even when the film, like, it's a little, I, I don't, I don't hate the action of it, but some of the like, some of the models to me were like, uh, yeah, know, a like, little, little wonky, yeah, a little wonky, and the one, that, well, then you got to talk about the propeller 
the audacity. <laughs> oh the my fucking God. audacity Goes of right in between. Because <laughs> of course it would keep spinning through the fuselage Fuck and back yeah, out again. Would. Fuck yeah. That's how it goes. Everyone knows that's what happens. But another but if if their eyes weren't looking at that propeller, they wouldn't be able to hear it. We know that for a fact. Of course. Yeah. They didn't know because they couldn't hear it because they weren't looking exactly. at it. Right. Fuck. But also, if you know anything about Las Vegas, um, where they're coming into Las Vegas, in fact, if they just took like a slight, slight left, the airport runway is right there. <laughs> McCarran Airport, like instead of landing on the strip, I'm talking this, like plane from here to there, and you are in the exact same location. The airport is right next to it's the It's hard to see the bright lights of an airport <laughs> with the bright lights of Las Vegas. It's very true. Of Dodge Street. What is it? I don't even know. Uh, it's just the Bourbon strip. Street. The strip. The Fremont strip. down there. Fremont. And then there's, there's the old strip. And then yeah. there's the strip. I think it's well, time for us to go to Vegas. And they do a went show. to Fremont. They was so. all the whole Hoover. There was. There was just everything. Yeah. They, they made it all over Vegas. I just I want to make a point to say that uh, uh, John Cusack and Cole Meany make up after everything is said and done. Yeah. I didn't really like that car, anyways. It was, it's kind of a funny, funny little interaction. <laughs> it was a lot of money. Yeah. It cost me a lot of money, but that's fine. <laughs> We're alive. Um, okay, so here we go. Garland escaped. Oh, I, he went to L.A. and befriended a crazy, selfish Vietnam vet and and a good for nothing, but who happens to have a rug that really ties the room together and joins their bowling team. Also, it's not like cool that the serial killer is like has a great ending. It's not like fun and cool. Hey, but wait a minute. You know what? You know what he ended up doing? You know what he found? My ties and Yahtzee. Yes, he did. Fuck, dude. Remember, we yeah. said a theory it of was a him theory. being fucking serial killer. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Should I say it better for a TikTok? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just you, kidding. I'm kidding. No, you shouldn't at all. That's, that's, I, I, that is this fucking is where, gospel. This We've is where Big Lebowski it. takes over because he's, when we see him at the crab table, he, he looks normal. Like, he's like, not crazy fight yes. at all anymore. And they think he died. They think he probably died in the crash or something he, like he that. He gets this uh, other kind of persona. He just kind of quiets down and befriends this uh, Vietnam vet and this uh, bowler guy and joins their bowling team. He didn't have to go far. He, but he, he's hung out in Vegas for a little bit and then yeah. he just made his way to L.A. Yeah. Yes, L.A. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I love that. I do just want to say that when I heard it, it was the most pointless, ridiculous, stupid thing to say. <laughs> Well, it's not all my ties and Yahtzee out here, baby O, but let's do this. Absolutely pointless. And then we see Steve Buscemi literally with a Mai Tai rolling dice at the craps table. That's what you want to tie it back to? Yes. Fuck, Fuck yes. you. Fuck, Fuck yes. you. I was going to give it a 10, but not anymore. Not anymore. Um, I like the cast of characters ending, like Days of Confused. Yeah. I, I love it. The I'm smiling ending, it. too. Yes, yeah. I love it. But yeah, that's it for me. No, I, I mm. think we did it. I think we dissected it scene by scene. So we got to give it a modern day rating. Sean, we're going to start with you, man. What do you think about this movie after after critically watching and reviewing? What do you what do you got to say? This movie's a goddamn blast, man. I don't know. There's no other way to say it. The the cast is incredible. I love uh, the the plot outline. Like we were saying in uh, Gone in sixty seconds, it could have gotten convoluted again, mm -hmm. um, especially with you know uh, basically just being a. Uh, uh, a studio production, not even just like an idea from somebody and then uh, directing it. Um, 
it, I think it's very cohesive. I love all the set pieces. I love that it's uh, you're rooting kind of kind of rooting for the bad guys, or that's yeah. you have to at this point. That's all we got. Um, uh, I think Nick Cage is a great badass in this movie, and uh, I'm sad to see him go for now. He will be back, obviously, in future movies. But uh, for Con Air, I am going to give an 8.2. I think it's a fucking blast. 8.2. AJ, what about you, man? I, I, I'm i so torn on this because there are, there are moments that you just get pulled out of this movie, I think, and it they're just there's just little times that you just feel like things are out of place even though they shouldn't be like Nicolas Cage's accent (laughs) sweet home Alabama like getting played and them dancing on a play you know and and doing that Steve Buscemi as much as I love him and I actually I actually enjoy his his presence in this Mm -hmm. movie I really do Uh, I don't know if I could really say anything like bad about that I love the cast it's obvious I mean you how do you not love this cast Mm -hmm. so that all being said, there are moments of just absolute ridiculousness. I don't know how many times they've got to make John Cusack stand in front of a green screen to dodge doors and bullshit <laughs> An throwing at him. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, that all being said, um, I, I enjoy the movie. It's not, it's not my favorite Nicolas Cage outing. I'm going to give this a 6.8. That's for Firebirds. Has any, have you seen Firebirds? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. We have to do Firebirds. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Nicholas Cage in his prime. Anyway, yeah, I, you guys both, you nailed it. Like, like, there are some unbelievable moments where I'm pissed at myself for having not seen this up until now. But then there's some moments where I think the fact that I have not seen it allows me to look at this for more of a, of a like, dude, like... I don't have the nostalgic of like, oh, dude, we used to always watch this movie. It's just like, oh, fuck. This movie, this has got some bad things in it and some bad moments, but the cast is incredible. The script is okay. There's some, there's some ups and downs, um, some moments I just like, yeah, come on, you know, like whatever. So I'm going to call, what, what did you call it, AJ? I said 6.8. 6.8. I'm actually going to be about a 6.4. Okay. Um, but I am definitely coming up from Gone in 60 Seconds uh, and definitely higher than Bad Boys if we're looking at the whole month. So that's going to make us a 7.13 for a group rating, which is not too bad. Uh, that's going to take us better than uh, Fast and the Furious, better than Wayne's World, better than Austin Powers, slightly worse than Hook, slightly worse than Spaceballs. Oh, man. Right in the middle. It's like it's it's point zero one less than Spaceballs is how we feel about this. I wanted this to be Spaceballs is a better movie. I, I, wanted, I agree. I wanted this to be higher than Hook. That's what I wanted. Mm. Spaceballs it's, it's damn close. Whatever, but. It's damn close. Predator seven point two five is better than this movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How do you yeah, feel about that? That's fair. Well, that ends the beautiful, fabulous May of Bay Uncaged. We hope Man. you enjoyed it. We yeah. love doing themes like this. Let us know what you thought about this, because we definitely want to do it again. There's definitely more Bay movies. There's definitely more Cage movies. <laughs> well, yeah, do we do this again yeah. next May? I feel like we do. Or do we just combine it all and just do Bruckheimer, May, BR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you being here. Um, next week, we have a Patreon directly voted on movie, which you can be a part of if you get in the Patreon. We're doing Starship Troopers. Yeah. Followed by the Fugitive. My God. It's going to be awesome. We're not letting up. Stay tuned in. We are not letting up. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. uh, We we were doing mini bites pretty consistently at that point. Um, We did the best toys of the 80s and 90s. Mm. 
Those are fun little episodes. If you've ever skipped those mini bites, well, oh, it's not a movie. Just go listen to them. They're fun, fun, fun short, uh, short firm conversations that you can have a lot of fun with. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't forget, we have a voicemail. Call us at 319-804-9596. Leave us some feedback like today's caller. I just listened to your podcast of Armageddon, the whole May of Bay. Genius. <laughs> and including Nick Cage, genius plus. Good on you. One of you said that you guys watch movies about five times for research for the podcast. The drillers and the astronauts are not the true heroes. You are, especially when you have to sit through such masterpieces of Super Mario Bros. and of that caliber. So I just want to say you guys are awesome. I love what you do. Keep on doing what you do. And... I don't know if you guys cover this or not. How about the slapstick comedies like Airplane, The Naked Guns? Mm-hmm. They don't make comedies like that. You're right. If you hear meowing in the background, that is my cat. Black cats for life. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Peace out. Hello, gentlemen. This is a humbling voicemail. I am sorry for my last voicemail of my Sign off. I said peace out. I don't think I've ever said that in my life. I'll sign off the proper this time. You guys are awesome. Thank you for what you do. I had to include that. That's so funny to me that he called back to be like, uh, listen, I've been thinking about this for I've been thinking about this for like an hour. I've never said that in my life. I don't know and I'm not sure. And when it came out, I just felt it stunk. I could, I could uh, smell I it. Just hung up. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I could smell my breath when I said it. I didn't like it when I did that. You are definitely right. We are going to be doing uh, those slapstick movies like Airplane and uh, any any uh, Leslie Nielsen kind of thing. Oh, I absolutely. am the sucker for. We will be doing those. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen, Zucker Brothers, like all that good stuff. I can't wait. Uh, I've been wanting to do Hot Shots for I don't know how mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. We'll get there for sure. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you're checking us out on the YouTube so you can hang out with us in person in our basement here. Uh, And make sure you're finding us on social media at Confused Breakfast anywhere on social media. Just search for Confused Breakfast. And by all means, give us a five-star review. Give us a review. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us us that five stars on Spotify. Do it. Go to confusedbreakfast.com and get some of our merch. You can get some shirts with our logos on it. You can get uh, some sweatshirts, I think. You can get some hats. You can get, you can get some koosies as Coos, well. Steve um, I think you get some uh, uh, great uh, lenticular pottery there. I think you get some uh, uh, nice succulents. Yeah, succulents. I think you can get some succulents with our logo on it, like right on the leaves. Um, go to confusedbreakfast.com as well to see our ratings of the movies that we have done. You can see our individual ratings as well as our show ratings. Goodbye. I love you. I love Nick Cage and Michael Bay. Support our sponsors. Go check out all the links of any sponsors that ever graciously support this podcast. And support us directly. Patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Get all kinds of perks there. We are produced by the Upload Media Group in Cedar Rapids. We got Craig on the controls. Craig We are part of the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Learn more cloud10.fm. That's it for us. May of Bay. Uncaged. <laughs> Man Bay. May of Bay. Caged. It's now Back caged. Back caged. <laughs> Hey 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.